If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Download the free OddsTrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sports books, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to OddsTrader.com. Get up there. Great site. Thanks, Alexander, for your support. The great, uh, great Pat Forty joins the program now. Does an outstanding job covering college sports for Sports Illustrated. Pat, thanks for the time. I, I want to start with this. Are you surprised that Cincinnati opened as the favorite at Notre Dame this weekend? No, I'm not. I, I said on our podcast that I think they should have been favored. I think I wrote it. Um, I just think they've played better this season. I think, you know, this is the team Cincinnati's been waiting for for its entire existence. You know, veteran quarterback, you still have Luke Fickle. You've got like five or six NFL guys on defense. Uh, and I look at Notre Dame and I just don't see a lot that uh, that dazzles me there. You know, I mean, they're 4-0, so give them credit for that, but it's not an overwhelming 4-0 by any stretch. Well, th- this is such a huge game because I think if Cincinnati wins, they're going to run the table. And a lot of people say, I'll believe it when I see it. But do, do you think with all we've had so much chaos already that they, the, the committee would look at, at get, finally getting Cincinnati into the playoff if they can run the table? I'd certainly hope so. You know, I mean, I think a road win over a, a Good Big Ten team, not a great one, but a good one in uh, in mm-hmm. Indiana, and uh, a win at Notre Dame when Notre Dame's ranked in the top ten should carry a lot of currency, especially if you look around everywhere else and say, who who do you want to put in? You know, who who should be ahead of them if if you notch both of those and you go twelve and zero, ultimately thirteen and zero. 
it would take some some real work by the committee to this time find enough teams to leapfrog over Cincinnati the way they did last year. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, good point about because of where they started in the preseason poll. We've talked about this all week. Who do you think the third best team in the country is? Who? Uh, you know, I mean, I guess at least just based on what they've done so far, I'd say Oregon, giving them a lot of credit for the win in the horseshoe. But I sure didn't like what I saw from them Saturday night against Arizona. Now, maybe that's a predictable letdown spot because, I mean, Arizona's terrible. But when it's 24 to 19 and going into the fourth quarter, I was like, uh, what, are y'all, what are y'all doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, them, I'd say Arkansas, I mean, has, has two really good wins. You know, I mean, destroying Texas and, and handling Texas A&M really easily, uh, I think speaks very, very well for them. You know, I'd say those two would be my top candidates for third, and then I'd look at Penn State and Iowa after that. Well, how, how high overall are you on Ole Miss uh, having a bye coming into this game against Alabama? And the point spread here at Circa, Pat, opened up 20, and uh, they took 10 limit bets right away on Ole Miss to drive that number down where it's at right now, you know, hovering around 14, 14 and a half. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's, a, especially with the hook there at 14 and a half, I think that's a good number to pick, uh, to pick Ole Miss. Uh, I did on our pod. I, they're explosive offensively. They're going to score. I did watch Alabama's defense give up 244 rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I expect Alabama to score as well, but I do think Ole Miss's defense is better. It's not great, but it's better than it has been. So, I, I mean, I don't necessarily like them to win, but I certainly like them to cover the number. Isn't this something with our boy Kiffin? We used to laugh at him, right? He was the Aston Kutcher. He, he had a horrible, he had a horrible resume. He kept getting jobs. And great jobs, but now he goes out. Now it's like he's running a great offense, and the guy's having fun. And, and look what he did last year against Saban; they couldn't stop him. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, he can scheme it. There's no doubt about it. So you know, could he run a program, manage a program? And I think he's finally gotten mature enough to be able to do that. You know, he was smart taking the old Miss job because they they had a quarterback, Matt Corral. They already had him there, and. Give Kiffin a quarterback, and things are going to probably go well. And then, you know, I, I do think that uh, Ole Miss also is a place that will let Lane be Lane, so to speak. You know, they'll they'll tolerate him being a smartass and and you know, kind of enjoying poking the bear with uh, with Alabama and that sort of thing. He, they're fine with that. So this has been a good fit for Lane Kiffin so far. Now we'll we'll see if there's really going to be payoff behind it. Can he really beat Alabama? Can he beat? You know, a Texas A&M and Arkansas, those sort of teams, how, how high can he finish in the right. West? Right. Two questions on this, and we love to see chaos, and we want to see new faces in the playoff, and I think that's going to happen. But you wrote about this this week, and I couldn't believe it in Sports Illustrated. When are we going to do away with these, these preseason polls where the guys are just guessing? Nine teams? Nine teams already have two losses? Yeah. I mean, it's been carnage in the polls, and that's, yeah, the preseason polls are fun for people to look at and talk about and either get, you know, puff your chest up if your team's highly ranked or get mad about if your team isn't, but they mean nothing. And we're all, we're all guessing in August. That's always been the case. And that's uh, this year more than ever is the case that you know, nine teams have lost not just once, but twice uh, already. And, you know, Clemson's through the floorboards, North Carolina's disappointment, Miami, uh, Iowa State, you know, the yep. the amount of teams that have played themselves either out of the top 25 or out of 
uh, playoff contention is very surprising to me. If, if, sorry, if this continues, when do we have to look at an, a possibility of an undefeated BYU? And what would we make of an undefeated BYU who still has to go to Baylor and has, what, I think five or six Pac-12 opponents on the schedule? Yeah, I mean, Baylor's got a better chance this year than last year because they've got the uh, the the power five opponents, uh, you know, a bunch of them, and you know they're already they've already beaten three Pac twelve teams. They've got more to come. They do have uh, Baylor, which is off to a very good start. Uh, they got Boise, you know. I mean, the schedule is is pretty solid. And so, if they run the table, you know, we'll see how high they can get up in the rankings. But they they're a little bit hamstrung because they started low, you know, unlike Cincinnati. But if they get that far. Uh, it will be fascinating to see what, what the committee especially makes out of BYU. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Pat Forty, our guest, covers college football for Sports Illustrated. Let's say that we were watching games together out here in Las Vegas this weekend, Pat, right here at Circa, for example. Uh, after watching that hot mess with the Wisconsin offense last week, would you feel confident going to, to the window and saying, you know what, give me Wisconsin. I'm going to lay a couple of points here with the Badgers at home. No, I wouldn't. I, I just, I mean, boy, they were bad offensively. Mm. I mean, the passing game is just a debacle. <laughs> you know, Graham Mertz has lost any confidence he had. The receivers, who are veteran guys, uh, aren't playing as well as they should be. There's no chemistry. There's no creativity. You know, they, they're just, they can't even find ways to, to, to create, to, to, to make, to find easy yards, really, in that area. You know, and I mean, Notre Dame's defense is pretty good, but, to be just completely overwhelmed against them does not speak well of you. And you're playing a Michigan defense is probably better. Now, on the flip side, Michigan is a like totally run-dependent team, and you're going up against a team that's allowing one yard per carry. <laughs> the best rush defense in the country, mm-hmm. Wisconsin. So uh, I, 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 would, I would strongly consider the under, I guess, when I got to the window. But I, you know, I, I, would, I would also strongly consider Michigan. What happens with USC and your level of confidence that they get the guy they want or, or, or don't screw this up? Well, you know, I think it, it, at bottom, it is still a very good job, and you're going to be able to get somebody who's really good who, who wants the job. And, uh, you know, that may be James Franklin. I, I would probably start with him uh, both as someone I would want and someone I thought I could get uh, because I, I just I think – Franklin's had a very good run at Penn State, but might feel like he's ready for something different. I think he'd be a very good fit with everything at USC in terms of spotlight and the need for a coach with personality. Uh, he would recruit well out there. He's recruited well everywhere he's been. So I, I think that could could be the, the solution there. Otherwise, I don't know, because I'm not sure Luke Fickle wants to go. He's a Midwest guy through and through. Uh, I don't know whether Chris Peterson wants to get back into coaching. And if you get past that, like, who else was on the list? Well, people were talking about Matt Campbell. Eh, a lot of luster loss there mm-hmm. at Iowa State. And he's another guy who's Midwest. I'm not sure his personality uh, equates to USC. I don't know whether Crystal Ball would leave Oregon to come down the coast. So I, I, I think he... You better try really hard to get James Franklin. Hope that works out because after that, I think it just gets a little cloudy. Okay, very good. Uh, we haven't talked to you in a while, but can you take our listeners and viewers through what it was like in the summer where you've been doing this a long time, but you're covering the Olympics 
and there your daughter has, uh, medals in swimming, and then you write an article about it. I mean, what, what is that like to cover that? And you, you, I mean, I, the kaleidoscope of emotions, what you're going through, you're running the gauntlet there. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, certainly unlike anything I've ever covered, and I've covered just about anything you can cover, uh, including eight other Olympics. This was <laughs> this was a whole different deal, for sure. And just, you know, I mean, it was really the culmination of, of everything she's done her whole life, you know, I, and to see it come together, to see her make the team in June, you know, in such a pressurized, difficult situation, uh, and then, you know, to be there in Tokyo and have her swim, you know, her best 200 freestyle of her life on a relay and put them in position and they get a silver medal. Uh, you know, I mean, it's just stuff that, like, over and over and over, I kept saying, is this really happening? Am I really watching my child in Tokyo at the Olympics? You know, I mean, it's just one of those things. You, you could dream it, but it never even seems real until all of a sudden it's actually happening in front of you. Well, you did amazing yeah. uh, capturing it for all of us here, by the way, who are watching it as well. Uh, follow him on Twitter at uh, by Pat Forty. Read him at Sports Illustrated. Pat, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure, guys. Have a good weekend. Yeah. You too. Oh. It was dynamite. I think it's award-winning stuff when he was covering his daughter over mm -hmm. there. It was so good. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Again, the email here is ftm at vsin.com to get in touch with the show. It's FTM for follow the money at vsin.com. Any bad beats last night? How about line moves? Uh, we'll recap the betting action with something we call a win some, lose some that's coming up next. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Businessweek, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday... 
I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. How about the day in soccer? And a monster upset to start. Sharif and Champions League, 25-1 to to beat Real Madrid. They win 2-1. I mean, that, that is, and it didn't stop there. Well, I'm guessing that's going I mean, to be, again, end of the year kind of list, biggest upsets in the entire sport yeah. for the entire year, yeah. Oh, got to be, yeah. And then uh, Bruja, plus 650, they also won 2-1. to one. So a monster day in soccer. And Mike Palm, there was a game that was nil-nil, Palm handed. I see Mike named it. Of course, uh, I think there was only one shot on goal in the match, too. No. Have to ask him about it. Here. Ask him tomorrow. It was ridiculous. Mets, 165, up to $2.00. Game one of a doubleheader, they beat the Marlins. And the Dodgers, 180 up to 195. They beat the Padres again. Eight in a row against San Diego. They need three more wins to go over their win total. For our radio and podcast people. And to uh, see all these videos, vcin.com. Subscribe, be part of the team. Just hanging out, as I said earlier, just hanging out in the PCH. Not a problem. Going to Dukes and Malibu. Look at the dog. Got the, got the paw out the window. Feeling the breeze. Cool customer, huh? Right in the car in the back seat. Like, yeah, what of it? Huh? Yeah, you got a problem? You looking <laughs> Look at, at me? That. Yeah, right. That is great. That's a cool customer right there. And this guy, I don't know what type of fish this is. Uh, but the dog, it is raining. It's raining dogs, not cats. But he's he's in the puddle and he's having a good time and just <laughs> dancing around in the rain. I've never seen that before. No, a, a big dog the, like that, yes, hairy right. dog, right, uh-huh. in a puddle, yeah. and he's just like, uh-huh. okay, I'm going to take a nap right now. This feels good to me. Yep, yep. I take my boy to doggy daycare all the time, and here's doggy daycare with all in the back hanging out. Some The smart ones are by the fan on a hot day, but look at these other guys. Way off on the side, under the tree with the shade. 
Like, nah, I'm good. You guys can, yeah, and cozying up to one another. Best friends, right? Look at that. I don't need all the excitement. Play all you excitement. want. Yeah, right. I'll be over here. <laughs> they got to figure it out. They nailed it. A couple of bad beats. Tough push in the Yankee game. Yankees-Blue Jays total was 9. 3-2 to start the 7th. 7-2 final. With 10 home runs in September for Stanton. Oh, and the Dodgers on the run line. You got to win by two runs or more. They were plus 115. Padres hit a home run in the ninth. 2-1 final. Lose some Rockies Nats over 11 and a half up to 12. <laughs> 3-1 final. That was Freeland again. That's right. Not even close. Right. Not even close. Lose some. Look at this. The girl goes out to her car, and she notices something's amiss. The door's open. What gives? Intruder? No. Eh, uh, shut the door right Oh, no, it's a bear. And out he goes. And he's on the move. And she drops. As you point out, she drops her apples. Got there, too. And they live. And they, they, What's the problem? The bear. Yeah. yeah. And then here you it know, comes. We're living in a society. Hey, hey got the little itch there. Yeah. Hey, got a scratch. There. Now again, there's no book on right. know, what to do here in this situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, no. Look at this. She comes out there, sees the bear, right. and she tries like for two seconds. Look at three seconds. Tries to close the door on the bear. <laughs> what are you doing? And he runs out. Uh, you right. know, it's, it's easy right. for me to say this. I mean, I might, who knows how I react? But right. Well, also probably you don't know how big he is when you look. But that's remember the great video where the big, big bears in the backyard and the, the chihuahua scared them off? Yes. Remember that yes. one? Yes. This was sent in from Casey and the guys from North Carolina who dropped by last week. They were in town. This is their buddy who was out at the restaurant. They, the chopsticks aren't you working. You know, we're living in a society. Now, is he inebriated he here or he just can't get the no. chopsticks to work? No, he just, yeah, he just couldn't. Yeah, he just well, gets up and us. He goes, now he goes with the fork, right. I've actually done it where I go with the, uh, I just pick it up. Oh, I go, yeah, at some point you have to yeah. pick it up. There you, you go. Yep. Hey, do concur. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. 20% profit boost for any MLB game every Wednesday. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Again, the response on this has been fantastic, but I mentioned it when we got an email on my uh, breakfast order last week, but a guy saying about running the score up on people, and you find a lot about your friends or coworkers when someone offers to pay, and all of a sudden, oh, yep. that means I'm going to get the most expensive thing on the menu. Kenny G on Twitter. My daughter got married. I invited the guys out to, for drinks. I said, I'll buy at the bar. All of a sudden, the guys who are beer drinkers were going scotch. Go figure. He's been watching for four years. Happens all the time. I mean, I, I just don't understand what type of a person would do that. Let me I mean, it- the, the, the worst might be what you said earlier, where the guy loses the bet two weeks in a row, and the guy gets the steak on him, and then when it's his turn, how about pizza? How about a slice of pizza? Yeah. Or, or the guy where they're alternating. And every time it's his, you know, it's, oh, you get this, you get the extra order of pancakes and the double order of bacon, do you? Mm-hmm. Incredible. You got to cut off the relationship at that point. That's yeah. it. Yep. This is the tweet that I'm looking for, Paulie, on Stanton and Judge uh, from Stats by Stats on Twitter. In August, Stanton, nine home runs, 25 RBIs. Judge, eight home runs, 26 RBIs. September, Stanton, 10 homers, 25 RBIs. Judge, 8 and 20. Oh. In Major League Baseball history, the only other duo to have 8-plus home runs and 20-plus RBIs in both August and September in a season, Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, 1931. <laughs> How good is that? How fun is this? You got the Perez? And, and there's nothing yeah. cheap about Stanton's home runs. Oh, no. Moonshots. If you could bet on length of home runs... I mean, it, you'd have to set it at like, I don't know, I'm just going to throw out a number like 437 for him. It's an outer space. The the Cardinals, 17 in a row. Longest winning streak in September since the 30, 35 Cubs. The uh, Indians won 22 in a row in 2017. Was that in August? I can't recall. 
Um, I thought the Rockies in 07 would have had one of the longest streaks of all time. Well, they were incredible down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, but you, you have the Perez angle to lead the league in home runs, and then, and then these races. Now, it looks like it's over in the East with the Braves with the big one against the Phillies. But this AL wild card, and the Yankees appear to be safe, but the you cannot lose games like that, Boston. You've won 12 of 13 against the Orioles. They're terrible. Yep. 106 losses. You have your ace going, and you can't hit, and you lose the game. I mean, the guy gave it a bad inning, but you, you can't lose that game. And then all of a sudden... Here comes Seattle. They've won 11 in a row against the A's. They play them again today. They only have four games left, but I I, I kicked dirt on them weeks ago. And now they have passed Toronto. Yeah. So you have Boston, who's a half game up on Seattle, and then a game up over Toronto. And I love the Yankees today. Love them with Cole. Got to like them. And it's big with the uh, for the Cy Young as well because Robbie Ray goes tomorrow. Then. That's right. No, I like Cole. I give him the full edge over Barrios today. Right. And this Yankees lineup. Uh, Blue Jays have done this a few times during the year. Bats all of a sudden just completely disappear. Maybe they won't today, but I think uh, Cole's a little bit cheap here. Um, by the way, it is National Coffee Day today. You know, oh. there's, there's a national day for everything. You're not a coffee drinker. No. You might want to think about kicking soda once and coming over to, to, to my side well, and go coffee. It doesn't agree with me, and I'll leave it at that. But uh, well, don't, cer- certainly I should get up I know the coke. problem. I know the problem. The, the soda. Have you, it's been... Yeah, clarify. Uh... Have you tried hot coffee? No. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Hot coffee runs through me like it's in uh, the end of the world, uh, right? I can't drink hot coffee. I, I, don't, I, I, could drink, I, just, I don't get it. I, I could drink iced coffee in January in uh, Antarctica. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Although, is, is it Big flipped down drink. and different down Okay, there? <laughs> right, okay. right. Uh, but look at this I photo get... here. Um, and I never drank coffee until like 10 or 11 years ago. This is like, what, what kind of coffee drinker are you? So I do like a like two by four upside my head. I don't even know what that is, like in the upper left hand corner. Mm. I, I, is that straight milk? Uh, sometimes I like maybe a little bit of creamer, but I would lean towards the bottom portion to the right of how I drink my coffee. Um, I can tell you certain spots in different cities that are must have go to spots. They have coffee. For example, this is our mm. first week in Los Angeles. I'll tell you right now, there's a spot in Hollywood called uh, Blackwood Coffee Bar. Yeah. Probably top five, top ten coffee spots I've ever had in my entire life. And I can tell you cities that are good coffee cities based on my time that I've spent there. What do you think of the person who has the crazy order? No, I'm not, too, I'm not, too, no, I'm not I keen like on like that. This way. I like, but, yeah. Well, the other thing, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's COVID-related, but certainly when you go through fast food drive throughs it's out of control. It's like backed up Woodstock. Oh, yeah. But I, I got a gift card. I got a Starbucks gift card for somebody last week. There must have been 10, 10 deep in the drive-thru. Oh, it's... I go in. I'm the only guy in there. I go, are we that lazy? Oh, that's all the time. <laughs> all the time. I walk right. I go, what the hell is this? There are 10, 15 cars in the Starbucks drive-thru. I walk right in to buy a gift card. Sir, what can I get you? I'm in and out in 30 seconds. Yep. So this one's a little bit lighter today. I'm drinking. I have a little bit of uh, milk in oh, here Dunkin', today. I love no. Dunkin' Donuts. It's so a good coffee. It's not overwhelmingly strong. I like the breakfast at Dunkin' Donuts. But I can, I can hook you up with some coffee right now. You won't sleep until... Sunday. Oh, right, yeah. That's a little bit too much. Mm. But some of the like the nitro stuff that goes right into your veins. Nitro. Yeah, I got a little bit of uh, yeah. milk in there today. But regardless, um, I never drank coffee until probably 10, 11 years ago. Never in my life. Huh. All of a sudden, my buddy says, let's go. It was Starbucks. And he goes, let's try, try one of these sweet drinks, right? You know, it's ridiculous. I tried. I took one sip and I'm yeah. like, you got to be kidding me. I had a cousin like that. He never started drinking coffee until he went to Notre Dame in college. And then they're like, the family looks at me at the same time. Yeah. Notre Dame, St. Cloud State. Yeah, yeah. Great communications program. He's a doctor, but still. And they're like, oh, you don't drink coffee. So what do you, what's with the, I go, so what? Doesn't mean my, uh, my grades are okay. 
Yeah, what does it have to do with anything? There's no, what, what, the correlation there, yeah. that's weird. Yeah. All right, Bet Rivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season. They're offering same game parlays in all pro football matchups. They're bringing back their reduced the juice promos on game days. And this NFL season, they have a $1 million beat the spread challenge with thousands of dollars each and every single week. Pro football betting is more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com to bet. The offer is valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at playsugarhouse.com in New Jersey. Mike Pereira, former VP of officials in the NFL, will join the program coming up next. Penalties were down a little bit in week, week three. Will that trend continue? Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. What do you want from your sports book? Great odds, personalized promotions, same game parlays. You can boost for even bigger payouts. How about a faster app with easier withdrawals and complete security? Live your bet life. When you bet with points, bet you get great odds, bigger payouts, all in a fast and reliable sports book. Download the app now. Use code VSIN2K. Get your first bet risk free up to $2,000. VSIN2K must be 21. Love this guy. Three piece Mike time, yeah. baby. This is great. He does an amazing job every single weekend for Fox. He's the former NFL VP of officiating, now the rules analyst on Fox Sports. Mike Pereira joins the program. Good morning, Mike. How are you today? I am great. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks for the time. It's been a while since we uh, chatted with you uh, last. I want to begin with this and a, and a tweet that took off from Rick Gosselin, who covers the NFL in Dallas, when he pointed out a week ago that the red flag for NFL officiating, Mike, uh, through 17 weeks in 2020, there was never a weekend when 200 penalties were assessed. The high was 198 in week two. The first two weeks, we saw 214 and then 221 in week two. Last week, week three, it ticked down a little bit to 195. So it's good to see fewer penalties. Do you think that trend will continue? Well, I mean, yeah, I do think it will continue. And I, and I think it's not fair to say red flag on officiating. I mean, uh, let, let's, let's talk about red flag for the play. Um, you, you know, where were the upticks? You know, you saw upticks in false starts, those five-yard penalties that, that really are, are discipline penalties, have nothing to do with officiating. And when you look at that, you start thinking about, okay, how sloppy is the play? And how much maybe does the fact that you got a lot of players now, a lot of teams that aren't playing their starters in preseason. And so, therefore, you're, you're getting you're getting players on the field for the first time in real live action in week one of the regular season. So, to me, the play was sloppy. It wasn't that the officiating was sloppy. And then, you know, of course, everybody talks about the taunting and, and you know, and the that nobody likes the taunting emphasis. I'm kind of one that agrees. Um, I, I like it, but I think they took it too far. So you look at week one, and there were three calls. And then you look at week two, and there were 11. And then you look at this last week, and I think there was two. Um, so practically there is most of the difference. So I, I, I think the play has been sloppy. I think the officials last year, when they didn't have preseason and they didn't have training camp along with the teams, um, you, you know, they were told right up front by the new administration, Walt Anderson, specifically the guy, they were told, hey, 
no preseason, no training, new officials. Make them big. Make them big. And when you tell an official that, it, it's like a, it, it's like a, an opt out, so to speak. So they're going to not throw the flag as much because that's embedded in their brain. So all of that led to a, a huge decrease last year. I mean, look at the number of holding penalties went down 355 fouls. And you look at week one of the 2001 season, there were 18 holding calls made in week one of the 2020 season. There were 52 that were made in week one of the 2021 regular season. Now that also has begun to level off. So it, you know, look at in the end, the number of penalties in a game are going to average this year, I suspect around 15 penalties a game. And that's near the norm. It's up two from last year, two per game from last year. But I don't think we're in a breakout epidemic. I didn't like what I saw sometimes in the first two weeks, a game with 25 penalties, mm-hmm. a game with 26, another one with 24. Yeah. Um, those were kind of the outliers, but um, but we didn't have those this past weekend. Yeah, great job, Mike. And you, you got to have flow. You can't ruin the flow. Mm-hmm. And I think there was too many laundry in some of these games. Okay, so this is, yeah, this is, right. yeah, this is big with me, okay? So I know they have a tough job, and there's a lot of pressure on them. But they're inconsistent with this, and I think it also could help them. We, 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 you always talk about the league wants more offense. Well, we got it. The quarterbacks are great. We have plenty of offense. You, you see in the Chicago-Cleveland game, there's basically hand fighting, and they call P.I. It's a 50-yard penalty. I think it would help everyone out, especially the officials, if we could go to the college rule. Is the NFL going to bend on this? <laughs> No, but I sure wish they would. I mean, I've been a proponent of that for the whole time I was in the league. And and, and my perspective was a little different. Um, and my perspective was this. You're adding another layer of pressure on the official yeah. when he has to make the call that's the most difficult call in the world to make. I mean, he knows it's a 40-yard penalty in in certain situations. He knows it could be a Hail Mary at the at the end of the Kansas City uh, game with uh, the Chargers, and that it could be a play that puts the ball down at the one-yard line. Um, that element, when there's, it's, the penalty is so punitive, adds another level of pressure on the official. And it's just, in itself, it's the hardest call to make. You know, should hand-fighting be a penalty? Um, well, the rule book says it might be, but you know, if you're the official, did it really hinder the receiver's ability to make the catch? Was there a grab? Oh, everybody's moving. He's moving. The ball's moving. The player's moving. Is it catchable? Is it not catchable? Mm-hmm. Did it significantly hinder either the offensive player or defensive player? Make it a 15-yard penalty, and I think make it fair. That makes it fair. Oh my God! The offensive player pushes off, and uh, he never was going to catch it, probably anyways. But mm-hmm. everything's catchable, basically. Okay, well, we'll penalize him ten yards, not even a loss of down. Um, let, let's let's make it fair. But the league has always said that if they go to the college rule, you'll take away the deep vertical passing game. They like the deep vertical passing game. That if a, a defender is beaten, he'll tackle the uh, receiver. And I go to them. 
do you ever watch college football? If they're close enough to make the play, if they're close enough to commit pass interference, they're trying to make the play. Right. They're trying to knock the ball away. They don't tackle people. And and that has the penalty of maximum 15 yards. And then I even conceded. I said, okay, let's make the intentional one, the intentional one where they do tackle a guy. Let's make that one a spot foul. But the fear, the fear of the competition committee of taking away that deep vertical passing game would never even get them to propose it to the clubs. It's never in my lifetime gone to where there's any significant support to propose it to the owners of the meeting. So um, we're stuck. I don't like it. Make me commissioner for the day. I don't want to be commissioner for the day unless I'm paid 1365th of Roger Goodell's salary. <laughs> then, then, and give me one thing I could do, one free pass, I'd change that rule in a second. Mike, we have a couple of minutes left here, and we're talking to Mike Pereira, uh, Fox Sports rules analyst, NFL and college football. Is that is that the current rule that you have the biggest problem with? Or would it be when a player on offense is going to the pylon and he tries to stick the ball out for a touchdown, loses control, goes out of the end zone, and then it goes back to the team that was playing defense, they get the ball at the 20-yard line? No, I, I'd be, I'm the proponent of that rule. I okay. like that. If you fumble the ball into your opponent's end zone, that, to me, is fun, different than fumbling it out of bounds. When you put it in your opponent's end zone, then I think that deserves the touchback. So that, that's one that's brought up to the competition committee almost every year, and there's really never been any sentiment to change it. Got it. Yeah, the, the, the biggest problem is adding more to the referee's plates, right? I mean, it's like, okay, sure. and then leaving it up for interpretation, like the taunting and the helmet-to-helmet. -helmet. You don't want to add more to what they have to think about when they're on the field calling these games. No, it's hard enough as it is, and if you try to take it off, like, for example, we're talking instant replay here, um, instant replay and technology has gotten so involved, in a way, I think it's made it even harder to officiate, because now they know Big Brother's in their ear talking all the time, he can change it practically at a call anytime, and so it's led to me to this hesitancy, and and um, I, I, I think we'd all this is like unbelievable for me to say, but I think officiating would be better off without technology, without instant replay. Never going to happen. But in, in a statement that I make now, I think the officials are better than they've ever been, the officials. But I don't think the officiating is um, because the crutch of instant replay, I believe, has hurt the overall competency of the officiating staff. Yeah, you're not, you're not the first person I've heard say that because they have that to fall back on. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Mike Pereira. He is the best at what he does. Mike, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Got it, guys. Thank you, Mike, sir. Mike Pritchard, who hosts a show here on VSIN every day at uh, 3 Eastern, noon Pacific, he's told me that for years. They have instant replay to fall back on. Yeah. So I think I saw it this way. I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to go with here because you know what? We have the cameras on it, and if I screw up, fine, they're going to correct it. I love this answer on PI. I mean, it's just, it's so inconsistent. You might see that they so inconsistent from quarter to quarter. What it, I mean, oh, sure. There was sure. a mugging in the Tennessee game, and then what they called the Chicago game was atrocious. Yeah, we'll tell you who we're betting today in pocket plays coming up next.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. Right, we're back on the program. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, 
the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Let's wrap up today's show with uh, in-pocket plays, what we are betting on the program. Okay, so uh, this week again, I have the under Panthers, Cowboys, 50 and a half. I bet it last week. Uh, Ole Miss, Alabama, bet that on Sunday, over 77 and a half. Boston College, plus 16 against Clemson. La Tech, plus 20 against NC State. Today, oh. I'm uh, betting the Brewers. The streak ends today. Today's wow. the day to bet against St. Louis. Okay. The clinching scenario. They finally clinched. Champagne. There's, what's the, okay. Is it important to go into the postseason winning 22 <laughs> consecutive games? Is the streak more important than, you know, the playoffs? It is not. So, it's early. We have many hours to go before first pitch. We'll see what the lineups look like, but I'm betting the Brewers plus 105 this morning. All right. And uh, this is a look-ahead number to next week in the NFL. I like it. Uh, it's the Thursday night game. Rams at Seahawks. Give me the Rams minus one on the road in Seattle. Yep. PU, what stinks? Seattle's defense. Well, I, I split again, but uh, lost a little bit because the Red Sox were $1.60 on the run line. But uh, yesterday, I thought that was the day. You know, the Cardinals, why were the Cardinals underdogs? And then the first game back after a long road trip. So it was 2 nothing Milwaukee, and then that's, that's see ya. St. Louis wins again. Incredible. Longest winning streak in September since uh, 1935. Winner with the Mariners. Loser with the Red Sox on uh run line. And a winner with the Yankees. I'm coming right back with the two that won. I'm taking Cole and the Yankees. We had them Friday. I Easy like winner against the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Cole in the Yankees. Very concerned about the Blue Jays now. Very concerned. Panic time. Yep. And the Yankees are loose, free, and easy, and studs. Swinging away. Judge and Stanton hitting bombs. Yep. Where's this Toronto offense, right? Struggling. I don't think they'll get the Cole. And I'll take the Mariners. Well, how about this price today, right? They've won 11 in a row against the A's. They can feel it. They can taste it. They're a half game back. They, they could be. I mean, they could be right there ahead of Boston now. If Boston stubs their toe again. They only have four games left, but they own Oakland. They just swept them. They're trying to sweep them again. They can close out the series with another broom tonight. Right back with Seattle. Good price. In pocket presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. Let me give you some uh, numbers on the Seahawks. I was watching a lot of film. Well, I was watching people break down film on the Seahawks yesterday. And I looked up some of their numbers in the second half to see why it's been so bad. Again, they blew that lead at home against the Titans week two. Had a 10-point lead against Minnesota last week on the road. They blew that, never scored. Do you realize that the Seahawks have not scored a point in the third quarter yet this year? Oh, wow. So uh, A little coaching question okay. mark there. Yeah. I mean, it's... They're also averaging 4.3 points in the second half, which is dead last in the NFL. Jesus. Okay. Part of the reason why, their fourth, and this is from TeamRankings.com, their fourth quarter time of possession share percentage Three games in, they have the ball 30% of the time in the fourth quarter. Interesting. By far and away, dead last. Second half time of possession share percentage, 32%, also last. So these teams are going on long, you know, eight, nine, ten play drives, taking away the clock, scoring points against this bad defense. Seahawks come out, and if they go, because they were running, they were running the offense at an accelerated rate to begin the season. And now we've seen them kind of slow it down a little bit, and they're afraid of scoring right away, then the defense can't stop anybody. And then what happens if they keep running plays quickly, and then they don't score and give it right back? So we're going to see, I think, slower ball control from the Seahawks moving mm-hmm. forward because Carroll and company, they know that the defense is so bad. Uh, we, we got a, an email saying that Weathers might go for the Padres today. 
Yeah, I, I think it is Weathers. I'm seeing him right now listed. I thought it was supposed oh. to be uh, Stammen or whatever his name is. Yes, but it's right. going to be Weathers, right, who's been batting practice. And that's they're not going to get anything off Scherzer anyway. So, He's I mean, 320 right now at DraftKings. Yeah, yeah. They, I think, are probably going to erupt in the first three to five innings think in this so? game. Okay. Weathers is, he's the definition of batting practice. Scherzer, 10 starts in L.A., 7-0, 1-4-3 ERA, 85 strikeouts, 8 walks, 50-14, and 14, game two of a series, 78-30, and 30, last 108 as a home favorite. Come on! Wait, wait, hold on. You said 50-14, and 14, game, game two, two of, of a series. Covers.com had that tip. Really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Three more wins to go over their win total. Uh, put the baby to bed if the Braves win. You don't like? I thought you were going Atlanta. I do like. Too high? It's too, it was a dollar right. thirty on the overnight. Right. I don't want to tell people to rush on bet a dollar forty. Max has been great his last two starts, and they've won eight in a row against righties. They've won eight of their last nine. That was a huge win last night, two one. And uh, the Braves can just wrap it up tonight. And I know you like Atlanta now. Harper hitting two twenty five. Ah, Mr. MVP. Ah, huh? okay. Hitting 225 against the Braves. He had bad at-bats last night. Uh-huh. I don't know who wins the National League MVP. I really don't. And I think we finally sort of saw that. Uh, we saw that come back last night. He was minus $4, Harper. So you late, got the $4? Oh, yeah. So lay 400 to win 100. Oh, come on. I never understood that. Now, I think last time I checked, he was minus 275. It's still super is it, high. Is it, it was Soto still ahead of Tatis? Barely. They were, yeah. But then Tatis oh, is who? doing nothing. Yeah, I know. He had an opportunity here. But, I mean, this is... Yeah. Giants, what are they now? Yeah, fifteen and two against the Diamondbacks. Ownage. Wood's a big favorite. I thought it'd be higher last night. I thought it'd be higher today. Why is he only two sixty? Dollar thirty on the run line. Arizona twenty and fifty nine on the road. Yikes! Wait, it must be said. And this would cost me a lot of money if it's the case. I don't have anybody from these teams. How come there's no run for the MVP from the Braves, Cardinals, or the Giants? Why is that? There was a guy making a case for Goldie. Goldschmidt's been great. Sure he has. Yeah, right. O'Neal's been awesome for that team. Yep. How about a guy like Crawford for the Giants? Or you can look at well, four different guys in the Braves lineup. Yeah. Well, maybe they're so good that it's... Uh, I guess. That you're right. Um, what's another one? Yeah, a big one for the Red Sox. They have to have this. The Red Sox have to win. They should win out. That's it. But, I mean, it doesn't just, mean they will. I know, I know. But it's Baltimore and Washington. Come on. I mean, how do you lose that game it's last night? So now night. it's squeaky bum time in Boston. They could blow this. Yep. Uh, don't forget, VEASAN has programming like this all day, every day, including the nightcap with Super Bowl champion Sean King and Tim Murray. If you missed their show last night, you missed Sean explaining why the Chiefs won't make the playoffs this year. They are absolutely awful. When I say awful, awful on defense. 30th right now in total defense. 31st out of 32 teams. In rush defense, they are giving up 160.3 yards per game on the ground. And normally, if you can't defend the run, it's generally because you have these agile, athletic ends that get after the quarterback. They are 30th of 32 teams in sacks with only four sacks through three games. And unless Warren Sapp's coming out of retirement and he's bringing uh, John Randall and Reggie White back to life to come with him, this isn't changing. And here's their issue. On the other side of the ball, they're not very good running it either. Yeah, I know. Clyde Edwards-Alaire has been a disappointment. You know, so, I mean, when you look at those two things, you're talking about a team that's having trouble running the football and is league-awful in defending the run and rushing the quarterback. And I don't think those things change. 
I think they find a way to stay in some games just because of the brilliance of their top three. Mm-hmm. By that, I mean Patrick Mahomes, uh, Talik, and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That keeps them in some games, but this division is better than it's been in 10 years. It's the nightcap with Sean King and Tim Murray weeknights from 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Head to vsin.com to learn more about what we all do uh, of all the places that you can watch the show as well. Chiefs not going to make the playoffs. I would say another team, okay, maybe he's right. And by the way, they're down to like, you can find the Chiefs here at Circa plus 105 to win that division. Three weeks into the season. Surprising to me. I'm going to say it one more time. I think the Seahawks can miss the playoffs as well. Yes. Yes. Not going to be surprised by that. Well, the, the run defense has been a problem for a while. Though. Yes, it has. Uh, but that's You're that's, asking Mahomes yeah. and Russell Wilson to go out there and just outscore every single team every single week, and that's a big ask. Mm-hmm. And if you have... You, you can't know, make mistakes. That's the other thing. you got to I mean, play mistake-free football. Yeah, and the, the, the turnovers were a problem against the Chargers. Yep. It's juicy. I mean, this is this is great. I mean, we love what's going on in college football. We want to see new faces, fresh faces. And we've already had Clemson with two losses and Ohio State gets beat at home and all the upsets. But I mean, there were so many people picking a Super Bowl rematch. Still could happen. But there were so many people also were betting that thought 15, 16, even 17 and 0 for Tampa or Kansas City, especially Tampa. But they thought that could happen. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Buccaneers will be fine, but certainly they'll, they'll fix the defense they just brought in Sherman. Uh, but you can throw on them all day, but they'll get that corrected. But with, with Kansas City here, this is I, I'm shocked that they lost that game at home. Did they lose back-to-back games? Yeah, I think Tampa, uh, of those two teams that made the Super Bowl last year, I think you can rely on Tampa Bay's defense figuring it out. I don't know if the Chiefs can figure right. it out on defense or well, not. Well, Sean's point, though, it is a different division. Now I know yeah. Denver, I understand Denver hasn't played anybody, but still. With that defense and how great Teddy's playing, how well Teddy's playing and not turning the ball over, certainly Carr's going to put up big numbers. The the Monday night game's huge. I mean, you look at this, if something happens, like if there's uh, Mahomes has more turnovers, they get upset by the Eagles. You could be looking at 4-0 Raiders, 4-0 Broncos. Yeah, I know. You're 1-3. I also think it's a mistake, though, to drop like the Chiefs and Buccaneers that got of your top three or top five in power ratings. Can't be doing that this quickly. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your hometown sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, playable in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. See the BetRivers Sportsbook app for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Or in Colorado, call 1-800-522-4700. Playable in New Jersey as Play Sugar House. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN experts live and breathe sports betting, and we've assembled the best team here in Vegas, the gambling capital of the world. Our unique approach helps you learn how to become a better handicapper. We go beyond picks and predictions to discuss the numbers and analysis that matter to sports bettors. The action never stops, and we are always on for you with TV, radio, and digital coverage. Invest in your sports betting success. Visit vcin.com to learn more. If you didn't catch vcin last week, here's some of what you missed. At DraftKings, AFC versus NFC prop. AFC, a slight favorite, minus 115. NFC minus 105. That's very surprising. Very surprising. I guess it's... I mean, you I think guess you, Vegas, so, Vegas and Denver are in the lead in the West? 
Cincinnati, yeah, but I mean the Chiefs. Cleveland. The Chiefs are still the favorite to win that division. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.